Hello again, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I am your host today. Uh, I double duty today, getting uh, caught up. So uh, welcome, and thank you for being so patient, as always, with me. Uh, Sometimes I just don't get to it because stuff happens. It is what it is. But God is so so forgiving and so good so i'm i'm just thankful that i'm just doing what he's telling me to do and uh, i have a few minutes of peace and quiet here in the house where i can get this done so uh, so again welcome thank you for joining me this is uh, episode 44.3 and we are starting james today i'm so excited uh james uh if i was reading it earlier on it's kind of interesting um how they started it out it says, uh, faith without works isn't really faith. It is dead, and a dead faith is worse than no faith at all. Faith must work. It must produce. It must be visible. Verbal faith is not enough, neither is mental faith. Faith must move into action. Throughout his epistle to Jewish believers, James integrates true faith and everyday practice, I'm sorry, practical experience by stressing that true faith works because it produces doers of the word. So this is not saying that in order to get to heaven uh, and to be saved, you have to do works. That's not what it's saying. Uh, it's saying that you, you know, you, you can say, you can be speaking it out loud, but you have to put your life into action, into what you're reading. And so, um, you know, basically, if people don't know by your actions that you're a Christian, then you're doing something wrong. It means that you're living in the world and you're not living in the Bible and you're not living in God's word. So you have to put what you're reading into practice. And trust me, I, I'm the first one to admit, I don't always do it. Many times I do it wrong. More often than, more often I don't do it right than I do it right. So I, I only do the best I can. I continually tell my family I am not perfect. Uh, I never claim to be perfect, but I do try uh, to set an example of Christ as best as I can. So, uh, and I'm a work in progress. You know, a long time ago, I listened to a song that says, he's not finished with me yet. He's not finished with me yet. And he's still working on me. I'm still working on me. And it's a progress, you know, so that's all we can do. But anyway, so, uh, live your life as Christ, you know, be an example of who, who Jesus was. So, so, uh, I am going to open us up in prayer and, uh, and then we will dive right into, uh, chapter one in James. So let me pray. <clears throat> Holy God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for yet another day, another moment that we get to dive into your word and to be, uh, closer to you, more in, intimate with you. I am blessed beyond compare that I get to do this every day. I get to read your word out into the world, Lord, and I pray blessings over this ministry that the word would get out there, even if it's just to one person. You know, if, if that's all it is, if that's all that this is, is meant to be, then I am blessed. Whatever your will is with this ministry, Lord, I am thankful that you guide and directed me and Jeremiah to do this. So. We are most especially thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus, and it's his sacrifice on the cross that covers all of our sins. We are blessed 
that he was so obedient to you and did exactly what you wanted him to do so that we can be saved. And Lord, I am blessed mostly by those who are out there listening. Uh, I ask you to watch over them, guide, protect them in everything they do, everything they say, uh, everything they think. Watch over them and uh, bless their lives, their families. Lord, just, uh, just put a covering over them and all of us. I thank you for uh, Jeremiah and all of the work that he is doing. And uh, I know that it's uh, challenging, this two-hour difference between us, but we seem to be able to make it work. So thank you for uh, guiding, guiding, directing, guiding and directing us. Uh, just so grateful and uh, so thankful. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, no interruptions today. I'm going to keep going. There's no phone calls. Thank you. I am going to take a drink before I start because I'm a little <clears throat> raspy, as always. All right. So this is episode 44.3. This is James chapter 1. <clears throat> Greetings from James. This letter is from James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am writing to the 12 tribes, Jewish believers scattered abroad. Greetings. Faith and endurance. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has ch a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Believers who are poor have something to boast about, for God has honored them. And those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers. The little flower droops and falls, and its beauty fades away. In the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Listening and doing. Understand this, my dear friends and sisters. 
you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it, is, it has the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey it, I'm sorry, obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. All right. I love this chapter. This is one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. Uh, I have it dog-eared. Uh, I dog-eared it in this one, but I have it in my other Bible that I read uh, as well. Okay, so just real quick, um, there's an overview on the opposite page. If you're if you're reading from the Daily Walk Bible like we do, the New Living Translation, uh, on it says December 15th. Today is not December 15th, just to give you a heads up. <laughs> so uh, James recognizes there can be dangerous false conclusions from the simple equation salvation equals faith plus nothing. Someone may conclude, as long as I have faith, it doesn't matter how I act. But James responds with ringing clarity that a faith that produces no change in action or attitude is really no faith at all. Partiality Neglect of the poor, quarreling, a bitter, bigger, bitter tongue, a proud attitude, all are consistent with the royal law of love that Christ proclaimed. Are inconsistent, I'm sorry. All are inconsistent with what God, uh, with Christ, Christ proclaimed. I'm sorry, I'm kind of fudging this a little bit. So uh, basically, it's saying you got to put into practice what you're reading. You know, that's what, what it comes down to. So... So this first tells us, this is a letter from James. Now, if you go back, it says the author is James, a half-brother of Jesus, uh, a leader in the Jerusalem church. And it was written around 49 AD. Um, and the purpose is to correct the false belief that a person can have faith without a change of behavior and to give practical instruction regarding the, the Christian life. You have to change your life. You can't continue to live in the world uh, and be a Christian. That's, you know, talking out both sides of your mouth. You know, that's, there's that saying. So it says, this letter is from James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am writing to the 12 tribes, uh, Jewish believers scattered abroad. Faith and endurance. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Um, I remember uh, there was an old pastor at our church who would give this example. When something happens, uh, you know, when you're tested, when something doesn't go your way, uh, you know, praise God because he's doing something. We don't know what it is, but he's doing something. So you continually praise God for the good and the bad. Um, 
So if you're being tested, you know, it's a great joy because uh, you, you're growing. There's more, you're, you're growing your faith in God. That's the way I'm reading this. Uh, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure your faith is in God alone. This is what we're just talking about. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. You know, people will say, oh, I'm a Christian, uh, but then they're going to go out and do foolish things or act foolishly. You know, maybe they're, they've moved in with their girlfriend or boyfriend. They're living in a sinful life. That's not what God planned for anybody. You know, maybe, uh, you know, I, I don't know, whatever it is that you're not supposed to be doing, you should, once you've accepted Jesus, you put aside all that stuff that was worldly and you try to live in Christ. And again, not perfect. I keep, you know, I, I, I do foolish things. I've gotten better in my older age. I've gotten more seasoned, more calm as best as I can. But, uh, you know, there's still stuff I'm still learning. Um, down in 12, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say God is tempting me. God doesn't tempt people. He doesn't do that. He doesn't tempt you to do bad because that's not what God wants. He doesn't want you to do bad. He doesn't do bad. He only does good. Um, so it's not coming from God when we all know where it's coming from when there's temptation. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. That is so true. If you allow your sinful nature to grow, you're just gonna you're, you're gonna die, you know. And it comes it comes from to, from it, it comes from Satan. That's all there is to it. Temptation comes from Satan, and he throws these things into your head, and he guides you in a different direction. And trust me, I, I, and the more you dive into the Word, the more you are going to be tested. Trust me. I mean, they stuff is just slung at you. You never thought was going to happen, but it happens on a daily basis. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. We are his prized possession. He created us because he wanted to. He wanted us on this earth. Uh, listening and doing. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, this is my favorite. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. I, I think about this verse all the time because I am very quick to get angry and very slow to listen. It's a horrible, horrible trait of mine. And uh, it's not good. And I think about it all the time. I, I correct myself on it. Uh, I, I point my finger at myself. And I can only be uh, the best I can be. So, But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. And I put in the byline over here, read the Bible, do what it says. My pastor used to tell me that. Not me, but he would say that out, out loud. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like looking 
glancing at a, your face in the mirror. You see yourself, you walk away, and then you forget what you look like. You read it, you think about it, and then you forget about it, you know, and you don't do it. You're not doing what the Bible's telling you to do, and that's what it says. Uh, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. And then 27, pure and genuine religion in the sight of God, the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Care for the orphans and widows. That's very important. All right, well, that's chapter one of, uh, of James. And uh, as always, it's always, it's always good. I say it every day, but it really is, and I'm blessed to be able to do this. So, um, so if you again, I, I come to this point every day. If you have not put your trust in Jesus, if you have not asked Him into your heart and, and asked for forgiveness of your sins, this is your moment. This is your time. I will say the prayer. You say it with me, and uh, and you will be saved. Uh, it's not for me. It's between you and God. This is not anything that I am doing. I'm just reading the prayer. That's it. And guiding, directing you to it. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know that I have sinned against you, and I ask you for forgiveness. I thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus, as the sacrifice on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and into my life, and I will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. It is a change of life. It's a rebirth. Uh, mark it in your Bible that today was the day that you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Tell somebody. Go tell somebody because they want to know. Somebody's been praying for you for a long time and uh, they want to know. We want to know. So uh, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or you can email Jeremiah uh, at leapoffaithpodcast.org. Uh, let us know. Make a comment on this page. Uh, go to one of those places that we uh, that we are listened on, one of those platforms, and uh, and let us know. So, get to a church. We encourage you to uh, get to a pastor, maybe, to answer questions and uh, start living your life for Christ. Uh, go into a ministry, uh, volunteer. You might want to go on a. a a mission trip. I don't know. Uh, it, whatever God's guiding you to do, go do it. Uh, but the best way to figure it out is to keep reading your Bible. So, so that's it for today. Uh, congratulations, as always. Uh, continuing on with this. I don't know what time you're listening to this, morning, noon, or night, but I'm just glad that you're here. And uh, I'm asking for God's blessings over you, over whatever time it is that you're getting to listen to this. And I will see you tomorrow. Take care.